Hi. Hi. Hi, faggot. Hi, fellow faggot. How are you? I'm doing well. How do you feel about the fact that I'm calling you that term? I... Elliot. Personally love it, Tom. Oh. Um, because I've been called that word. Have you? In derogatory... Yes, in derogatory ways. I've had it shouted at yeah. me from across streets, from mm-hmm. the hallways of my school. Yeah. Um, most recently, I had it... Actually, that wasn't directed at me. Um, but... I take offense to it. I take offense to it when other people say the word, sure. and so I want to take it back for myself. Sure. So what 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 are you going to do about it? Um, well, what I did about it was I got it tattooed on myself. You're kidding me. Well, Tom, what did you do about it? I also got it tattooed on myself. Oh my god, no way. Yeah. You're such a faggot. We're like blood faggots. We're like blood... Fa- Ooh. Blood brothers. <laughs> blood, blood. I was going to say blood brothers, but then blood faggots. Blood faggots like, is better. It sounds like a, um, like a, like a like blood a, sausage. Like a gay horror movie. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Well, I mean, I can write it in thirty minutes. Yeah, oh, this podcast. By the end of the end of this podcast, we're gonna have a. Movie. I'll have a gay horror movie written. Yeah, starring called, you. Star, of course, as the murderer and the victim. I will play all the parts. Yes, I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. I'll play all the blood faggots. Clearly, need more attention <laughs> than I do. Okay, um, yeah. Long story short, I am all for the uh, reappropriation of the word faggot. Me too. Uh, just as queer was derogatory originally, yep. people still take offense to it. Yep. Um, I think there's power in that. Like we said before, um, rage is fueling us. And yeah. the feelings that I feel when I hear the word faggot, it still upsets me. Yeah. And it still makes me realize that there's so much more change to be made. That's great. And I, I incited this 10, but I'm going to wheel us right back to a 7 mm-hmm. and say thank you for listening to... Do, do you, you queer, queer what, what I, I queer? queer? That's a very real question, everyone. Do you queer? Do you indeed queer what we queer? We Probably. Th- you don't. That's the point <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to share what we queer. Yeah. And then ask you if you queer it as do well. Do you queer? Yeah. We yeah. have a very special guest coming up later. Yes. Do you want to rain a mystery for the first little bit? Mystery. Because first what we want to do is right. just... um. We felt we were a little vague before. A bit vague. A bit, a little bit vague. We were faggy vague. Fag. Fag. Vagots. We were fag. We were vagots. Yeah. Vag- I don't know. There's some wordplay there. Yeah. Funnier people would have landed that joke. <laughs> Certainly. But. And sooner. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Um, How, so, so when did you really know that you were a faggotron? I, I know it was, um, oh, no, actually, I don't know. Go on. What were you going to say? No, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'll just we'll, we'll skip over that. Um, yeah. I this question always makes me stumble because I know people who are like I was nine, I was seven, I was ten, mm-hmm. and I knew I was a faggot. I don't know if I. I think I was too busy jerking off and being a little shithead to really know, right? You know, and I was really blessed in my family. Um, right. Obviously, there was still shame and stigma. There was still shame at school. I'm from a small northern Ontario town, which. Um, in the 90s and early 2000s when I was growing up. Not the greatest place for a faggot. Um, But anyway, long story short, I was having sex with a boy when I was 12 and proceeded to have sex with said boy. Yes, 12. I don't think I knew you were 12. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, here's the thing. I have a lot of guilt about my faggotry because I was dating women the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So I came out when I was 15. So the whole time being three years. But this this mm-hmm. this boy uh-huh. he was also 12 just for clarification oh sake. that's just like a sleepover it was for us yeah yeah for us that's yeah. what a sleepover was um anyway yeah no so i would still i'd go home i'd shower twice there was all the shame um, oh i see but i didn't ever sit myself down and, and say like oh i'm gay oh i need to uh-huh. you know um i do remember a nightly mantra like whoever i was dating at the time i'm gonna marry her i'm gonna have kids with her i'm gonna make my parents happy because that's what i thought they wanted mm-hmm. um Anyway, I'm rambling. Long story short, uh, three years later, I met a guy in my improv class, which is so unlikely. Please ramble. Like, don't speed up. Like, like um, enjoy this moment. Like, get you know, yeah, go go okay. there. Go there if okay. you want to. I will. I will. Yeah. So, met a guy in improv. Uh, just just thought I was in love. Just fell in love. It was the first boy who wasn't the guy I was sleeping with, who I felt um, dangerous loving because he was out, and that mm. fucked me up a little bit. And that's the first time I think. So I was like. 14, 15, and I went through the whole process. I came out when I knew for sure. A lot of people hid, if that makes any sense. I, I just had a lot of mixed weird feelings. Um, I'm sure there's some repression at play in this whole story. Uh, but anyway, I yeah, met this guy, started dating. 
he gave me the courage to uh, to tell my parents. I told my brother one night, and he reacted by crying and apologizing if he'd ever made my life hard, which mm-hmm. was so beautiful. Like, that just brought us so much closer. We were not friends, and all of a sudden, we were best fucking friends. Yeah. Um, I called my mom, and I was like, I have something to tell you. I'm seeing somebody. And so she says, oh, um, what's her name? And I said, well, his name is Scott. And all she said was, that's so amazing. I can't wait to meet him. Wow. Just so, yeah, yeah. I just fucking waltzed into the world. Yeah. I was, he was I born had, in 1994, everybody. So Yeah, I'm also a white man. Privilege <laughs> again. I'm just kidding. Um, no, my parents, I, my parents are smart and lovely. And I was blessed. Yeah. My dad, I told him, and he looked at me and said, are you sure? I said, yes. And he said, okay, good. I thought you were going to say you got somebody pregnant or were doing drugs. Right. Yeah. So he didn't, it was great as well. It was literally best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I want to also address the whole myth of the coming out. Um, I understand why it exists. I understand why we need it. I don't wholeheartedly prescribe to that myth because I feel I'm still coming out. I've been doing things that I discover about my faggoty self ever since I was 15 but that's when I say I knew I was gay I'm just getting gayer by the day so yeah Tom let me ask you I love that great uh, answer how about your your faggot faggot full history faggot full history it's pretty full of faggotry awesome I'll say that um I was lucky enough to um start realizing my faggotry no just joking I I realized it from a very young age having crushes on Aladdin and, you know, mm-hmm. Will Smith and, like, The Fresh Prince and things like that. Yes, right. Um, but, um, yeah, I didn't really, like, realize my full faggotry because I was trying to cram it down. I went to a Catholic school. Yikes. Trying to cram it down um, until I left to go to art school in high school. There's no gays in art school, I bet. No. Well, actually, there so wasn't alone. many. Really? Surprisingly, there wasn't many. That is surprising. Um, my teacher uh, was... Um, and I was a huge ally, my grade nine drama teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Privilege. Um, and he, you know, he uh, banished a a kid in class one day for saying, for calling someone a faggot. Wow. And then he began to lecture us for a good half hour about how it was an unacceptable word. And because it, you know, obvious, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And as a 14-year-old, I sat there like sort of my wall just got broken down right before me because I'd grown up at recess calling everyone gay, calling everyone a fag. And like, that was part of my, did that too. Yeah. That was part of my, you know, thing, like attempt to be macho, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. so clear that whenever, whenever, yeah, it's just such a clear sign of very, very typical, I think deep rooted, um, faggotry. Absolutely. And, um, I was lucky enough to go to this arts high school in a different town than mine. So I led, I led this like double life. How small was the town? Not small. Okay. Um, 80,000. Okay. So not small. Yeah. Suburb, Toronto. Um, but I led this double life. So where I lived, I was, you know, closeted and, mm-hmm. you know, this hockey player. And where I went to arts high school, I was, you know, like fairy magic, like cock boy. Right. Awesome. And nothing's changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Because I still have both those parts of me. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. And they fight daily. And and they fight daily while I'm a Gemini. So it's not really anyone's fault but mine. And, (laughs) um, but interestingly enough, my first um, experience with a man was on my hockey team when I was closeted. Hot. Uh, Am I allowed to say it's hot? I don't know. I mean, I was. Four, nope, take it back. Reel that one. At back. the time, it was very hot. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. So we would like stay a little bit longer in the showers together. Cute. So cute. Did you guys kiss? Uh, we did kiss. Yeah. <gasps> That's like we did kiss. Big for for young hookups. I feel. Um, I think I was a little bit. Um, uh, I really wanted to kiss. Are you gonna say aggressive? Were you a little yeah, bit I was, but I didn't want to say that I was aggressive to a fourteen-year-old. But I was also fourteen, so yeah, it's not. So it's okay. Yeah. It's less weird. It's less. It's still, it's still bad. But yeah, yeah. Um, can we'll edit all this out later? I don't know how to edit. I keep telling you, <laughs> I we can't do that. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was also uh, like you know what? Uh, uh, like I'm glad that you said it earlier, and I totally agree. A part of me um, didn't didn't become fully queer then. Mm-hmm. It really didn't. 
I internalized a lot of the homophobia and figured that, oh, because I claimed that I was out of mm-hmm. the closet, that I was like immediately, you know, snap of a finger, I'm cured, I'm out, I'm queer, You're I'm fully gay, realized, and right? I'm fully realized, which was such a huge error. Um, I had so much more growth ahead of me, and I still do, obviously, but um, it was a huge error, and I felt that later in life, that mm-hmm. I had that to think that I was fully realized at 14. And I mean, here's the thing is that it's just so odd that we conflate sexuality with identity. Like you were still a child. It doesn't matter whose genitalia you were sucking or fucking like it. Mm -hmm. You still had to grow up and being gay didn't mean that you were you, you know? And so you're still like, this podcast is us coming out every fucking time we record. That's right. right? Coming out right now. Yeah. I'm queer. What? Get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) And I, yeah. And this is the end of this whole, yeah. Our friendship's over. Yeah. Everything's done. Anyway, uh, we should say, like, uh, Elliot, I'm glad that you and I um, told little snippets of our story. And I'm sure you'll hear a lot more because we never know how to shut up. That's mm-hmm. the point of this. But We are um, our own favorite topics. I love talking about me. Love me so I'm much. great. So. I am also great. I might be better. I'm probably the best, though. We'll, we'll so. see. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I guess the audience will change. Yeah. What audience? Let's be fucking <laughs> yeah, your okay. cat. Yeah. And that fan in the corner. That's Again, she's fan. walking out of the room. Um, um, uh, I, so we should reiterate that this podcast, I'm, I'm glad we told our story. This podcast is about storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a guest here tonight. But, but backtrack oh, for oh. one second. We forgot to do this last time. Oh, yeah. We have an up and running Gmail. Oh, yes. Um, Thank on you. the note of guests, this podcast can't just be about us. We'll no. take up all the time. Just say bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's do you queer what I queer at gmail.com. That's right. Do you queer what I queer at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, so we would love if you could send some information. Drop we want us your a story. Line. We want your story. Come we want on, you to tell talk your story. to us. What is up? Yeah. Queer people. Yeah. If you're more comfortable with us reading it, that's okay. Uh, we would love to meet in person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, with that come, being said. Come scream with rage with us. Yes. Come, come fist. Just fist us. Into peace. Yeah. Oh. No, no. This uh, is sorry. not an invitation to. <laughs> sorry, sex. that was my other email. No, no. Um, okay, yeah. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> um, yes. Rambling. Uh, you're, you're, you're. Cool. So we have a guest here tonight. Um, uh, we're very lucky. He has a very interesting story. So I'm told. Um, his name is Jake. Hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for having me. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm excited. I'm. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Awesome. So, Jake, can I ask you? Um, when you received our invitation, what in the end made you accept it? When I received it, my like, I, I wanted to react right away and accept because I think it's so important. Like you guys have been saying, this the art of storytelling is is the way to create change, I believe. Um, and so I, th- I, I think I have a really unique opportunity, given my story, to uh, initiate that change uh, through just telling it. So, Great. Um, awesome. yeah, I jumped right on it. That's amazing. Um so I guess we should just dive right in. Yeah, let's just um, dive right in. When did you, yeah, uh, when did you, you know, when were you first aware that you were a queer being? And how did you react? Um, putting a date on it is not yes, simple. I, sorry, like, I don't think I, I can. It doesn't have to be simple. Yeah. You can, no. You can weave. Um, so I guess I'll just jump right in um, to answer that question, I guess, is a yes, long please. answer. Uh, but I was born the very tail end of the 80s, uh, in 89, and I was born into uh, a very uh, Christian, conservative family. Oof. Um, Great cocktail for being a faggot. Or so I've heard. Great cocktail. <laughs> Great cocktail. I love some good cocktail. Yeah. Um, Fuck in your tail. Well, goes without saying, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, born into a Christian family, uh, grew up in that environment um, and what that environment was to me was uh, a lot of rules a lot of shame um, but also kind of like a safety net of expectation like I knew right. I knew what I was supposed to do with my life I knew that the expectation not only because I just knew it uh, but it was verbalized that the expectation was I go to school find a wife get married have kids start a life right with right. the family pick a fence to mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. the you know the canadian dream more or less mm-hmm. um but i think from a very young age i i knew that that wasn't me 
although the expectations were so strong and so heavy that that's how I lived my life is that those those were my goals and those goals were given to me and I I guess the the idea of setting personal goals uh I didn't get to do that because I had goals that were given to me right um from a very young age right um yeah so so grew up like that um I mean I, I was I was close to my family things were great uh in in that way objectively um but then as an early teenager uh things heated up got a little bit more complicated for me uh my first um queer encounter uh was at a sleepover Ooh, surprise classic. <laughs> Love it. um with a friend of mine from church and hot. uh I, say that. I think so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like hot is hot right did you, yeah. yeah did you put crucifixes up each other's butts <laughs> oh am I not allowed to say that we just go you're, silent you're, you're, just, <laughs> podcast is over do you edit, 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 edit. edit. <laughs> um, n- no is the answer to that question oh, um, uh, the, the, see there's there's different I guess sects of Christianity and then the, the, the Protestant side that I grew up in crucifixes weren't a thing there were crosses oh. but the crucifix was not oh that's okay, my I'm stupidity ignorant though. as fuck yeah. about all sects of religion in general can yeah. you just before you go into this encounter just describe a little bit of uh, what is your church S-E-C-T sect yeah 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 sects yeah annunciation we should have done some vocal warm up yeah we should have a slitted sheet um unique New York uh yeah, explain it, it just in a in a brief breakdown. Yeah, so the church I grew up in was called Brethren. Okay. Ooh. Um, it's very sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the Stonecutters. <laughs> I still love the Brethren for what it's worth, um, in very different ways. But no, it's a, it's a very conservative Protestant side of Christianity. Um, in lots of churches, women uh, still cover their heads and are not allowed to speak. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh wait, you're mm. making a joke like brethren is in brothers, right? Like, or do you yeah, still, yeah. No, do you I don't love the. Okay. <laughs> I I thought you I still love the brethren yeah, too. too. No, no. You're like, sorry. Oh. And women can't speak, and I love. Yeah, that. and I love that. Yeah. I love <laughs> silencing women. I, I mean, that's your queerness, okay, but I can't stand behind that. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm a really funny person. My jokes are clear. Um, oh boy. <laughs> no, uh, I I was I was trying to make a sexual joke about being gay. And Fantastic. A little bit of incest. Well, hopefully, so someone yeah. who's listening yeah. caught that. Yeah. Um, oh. Incest. No, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. No, but br- um, breath and continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and don't then, hold your breath or in. <laughs> that's that's not great. <laughs> um, so then early teenage years went to a Baptist church. We, we kind of switched churches, went to a Baptist church, um, was very conservative as well. Okay. Um, very similar. Um, now, I mean, women still didn't really speak or have uh, leadership positions unless it was for the women's ministry, typically, so or mom, for kids. Was your mom raised in this then? Like, is, she, is that how she views women? Uh, no, my mom came into it when she was a teenager. Okay. Um, because I would love to, you know please be included in a society that wishes me silent. That sounds great. Yeah, me too. I would love that. That's I'm why we're doing this podcast. Well, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was accused not that long ago of just shouting discrimination and the, this will make a little bit more sense later um, by a woman I went to university with ah. and her argument was, well, I'm not allowed to hold leadership positions in every church and I don't just sit on the rooftop and yell discrimination. Well, you, and should. I, well, you, you should. should be. You, <laughs> you fucking should. You should yes. be Very good point. You fucking should. You dumb. <laughs> um anyways um anyway so went to a baptist church very similar um that was all through high school most of my friends were from that church as well um and i mean the main if you i don't know how much uh you guys or or any listeners know about christianity but the main goal of christianity is to make other people christians is to convert people okay so everything they do everything that is done is done with that goal in mind that this person will come to church this person so this sounds like scientology to me correct yep watch leah remini plug am i allowed to plug love please i mean you can plug something that isn't yours but i guess (laughs) it's not mine yeah (laughs) um you just get satisfaction from plugging shocking similarities terrifying similarities right oh yikes um to what happened to her and what happened to me which I will now talk about. Yes, please. I'm, Here we I, go. I derailed you so long ago. No, the yeah. queer sleepover it's, thing I'm too. Still I, working on. It. Yeah, okay. like I don't know how much time. Like, how, do we have a time? Just go. No, cool. just go. Cool. Just go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, so first encounter, sleepover with my friend from church. Um, just started like touching each other and kissing and, and um, that's... <laughs> Why is, is that funny? I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> It's like, right. I want to go to that church. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't at church. It was, <laughs> the sermon began. <laughs> and so did the semen. Oh, God. Nope. Nope. Oh, don't boy. hold your brethren, Tom. Yeah, don't like my seminary jokes. It's not funny. Yeah, this podcast is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Truly not. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so that was... And that happened quite often... Um, and we'd find excuses to have sleepovers so that we could, you know, fool around a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then one day I got caught. Um, we had been exchanging, like that was still in the day when you emailed, yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. before Facebook and stuff. And so we had been emailing a little bit back and forth, um, like kind of like sexting, but also before <gasps> cell phones. That's so, huge. That's like really out there. I would have never done that when I was in a closet that's like, right. a lie you definitely would have done that paper trail no way we had codes <laughs> yeah I'm not smart enough I guess <laughs> as we're about to find out so uh, I remember being at home one night and my mom I think maybe had an inclination of what was going on or something and asked to for me to open my email like there are very strict rules in my house oh. and so I was allowed to have an email but it wasn't allowed to be secret um, and there was emails oh, that she read oh, my no. god so you can imagine the shame that i felt right uh, like yes, I, I, I mean yes i can but i also don't think i can because yeah right, right. Level sure, sure. Oh. so that was i mean i cried a lot um and she started crying and i got grounded and all these things because grounding is going to fix that grounding oh. does fix queerness fix queerness i've, I've heard that's yeah, why yeah, i'm yeah. straight <laughs> Sorry, continue no, for the love so of God. That's so, <laughs> so not funny. Um, yeah, it gets worse though. Not only was I grounded, I was then um, I had to do counseling. I'm doing quotation marks <gasps> with my fingers mm-hmm. with uh, the pastor at the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, let me. I I use counseling very loosely because the counseling, um, it was not that. But growing up, I mean, growing up. In, in the conservative Christianity is uh, homosexuality is a sin. Right. Um, so I had all this like background knowledge of what I was doing was so awful. And so I was already feeling shame every time I, um, let's say, acted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt shame for it because I knew how sinful it was. Like your eternal soul was going to burn type yeah. shit. It wasn't just like mom will be mad. No, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, if I get caught, someone might be upset. It was like, no, I'm sinning and going to hell. If so was counseling this. conversion therapy. No, not yet. Oh, not, not yet. yet. Oh. Foreshadowing. Jesus Christ. Um, no, this counseling was one-on-one with uh, the pastor at the church we were going to at the time. and That's very troubling. Mm-hmm. One-on-one counseling about homosexuality tendencies. The gayest with, thing with, I've ever with heard. With an older priest man. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a not a priest. There's horns about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, like, also not a priest. Again, a difference between... Oh, sorry. Um, Protestantism and Catholicism. Reverend? Uh, Pastor. Oh, pastor. Pastor. And and Baptist. Like lots of places. Reverend, pastor, interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pastors are allowed to marry. They're allowed to marry and have, yes, sex and families and all things that are good. So the counseling was essentially, and I'm not even like making this sound more simple than it was, um, what you're doing is wrong. You need to stop. Well. And so as a 14, <laughs> no, as a 14 year old, I'm sitting there full of shame yeah. because I know what I'm doing is wrong or I know, oh. right. Cause I've been told what I'm doing is wrong. Jake. And all oh, I know, so awful. all I'm hearing is what you're doing is wrong. You need to stop. And I'm like, yeah, I know yeah. how, Yeah. right. Yeah. How? Of like, course this is how, how. This is how I feel. How. So I, um, I tried watching straight porn mm-hmm. a couple of times. Um, as I'm sure many of us have, yeah, and uh, but I just yeah. watch the penis. Yeah, you like, watch so dick. much. Yeah, it's so true. So better. Yeah. So better. That's so not... better. It's so better. <laughs> can you, can that be so your better. new tagline for just do you queer so what I better? Queer? Yeah. Do you queer what I queer? We're so better. We're so um, better. No, so I, you know, tried that, and you know, could get off on that because I was watching the naked mm-hmm. guy. But that's still so fucked. Like, so in your mind at the time, <laughs> God is been. watching. So you come to straight porn, therefore you're doing something right. No, because porn is still a sin, right? Porn is still a sin. Baby but steps I was then. trying to make myself straight. Okay. Ah, because no one own, told me no one told me own how. Conversion therapy. Right. Yeah. yeah. But because no one told me how. Everyone just said what you're doing is wrong, you yeah. have to stop. Right. 
So how long like, were these yeah, counseling sessions? This guy didn't give you a lot of tips. Oh no, we only we had two for like an hour. Okay. I've got enough tips. Oh my god, when are these jokes gonna end? <laughs> never, maybe never. Maybe I'm never. So sorry, I really <laughs> apologize to both I of you. I did it too. Please don't <laughs> okay. be sorry. Um, sorry to you, Jake. Mostly to Jake. Most of yeah, all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, we have Please to- come on our show as we <laughs> poke fun at your trauma. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then proceeded a lot of years of overcompensating yeah. and becoming a douchey jock who made fun of people who we thought we were gay mm-hmm. or who we thought were gay, mm-hmm. um, saying words like words like faggot, like you guys were talking about. Toxic masculinity. Toxic Got it. Masculinity. We're all about that here. There's yeah. vats of toxic masculinity. Um, because I, also I was an athlete. I grew up playing hockey as well, Tom, yeah. and uh, and all the other sports. Like that was my thing. That was my go-to. Yeah. Um, as well as, like, I was in musicals in high school, too, which, like, I told everybody it was because there were so many pretty girls in the place. I was yeah. like, why wouldn't I? Like, look oh at all the people. You just wanted to sing and dance, honey. Honey. Yeah. Sweetie. That's all you wanted to do, baby. <laughs> Sweet baby. I was in high school musical, and I played the gay character. Like, yeah. they should have known. Was that... Wait. But I don't think you that character in, was actually... You were in like, high school musical? Like, or you were like, in a high school musical? No, in Disney's high school, high school musical. musical, we did, like, that. Ryan? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was okay. Ryan Evans. I don't think he was out. No, no I think it was, it was like a. It was he wore white fedoras. He was out. Let's be, <laughs> let's just be absolutely real. Hey, you know you're stereotyping right I'm now. I'm shaming and stereotyping. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to our inclusive space. Continue. <laughs> um, so yeah, high school was uh, very suppressed, um, which came out in a lot of anger ways. It came out. Um, I would get into trouble. I was fired from a job for stealing. Like. Yeah. Just so many Acting outlets out. yeah, that yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. created as yeah. a result, um, because I knew that I just had to be straight. I had to be. I know. I no option because stealing I, is so straight. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like you can't control this part of your, of of you. So you can control this other part. Like stealing just is like I right, I stole right. too. Like yeah. that was my coping mechanism. So, so what did you, what did you do after high school? Um, so yeah, you so, found God. So I was, <laughs> I was gonna be a gym teacher. And then one night at youth group at church, I just decided that I was going to be a youth pastor instead. Right. Whoa. I was like, oh, I think God's telling me I need to be a youth pastor. Right. So I went home and I told my parents that and they cried with joy. So like that was more affirmation of the expectations that I knew were They were waiting for you to say that. Exactly. I did that. And then I went to um, a Christian university uh, here in Toronto in North York. Um, did a four-year Bachelor of Arts degree in Religious Studies. But during university is when the suppression stopped. Oh. Or slowed down. Sorry, slowed down. Interesting. And the queerness uh, became more frequent. Cool. So it's this funny thing. Yeah, with- where do you want to find gay men? Obviously closeted at Bible school. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah, when you're all living like two feet from each other in dorm. Um, pretty hot. We could yeah. say hot. Yeah. Okay, hot. <laughs> I was just mouthing the word hot, and I was like, "Am I allowed to say this?" Hot. I um, mean, we've said worse so far. So. <laughs> so much worse. So, yeah, the funny thing with Christians is, is like, it's a thing that you get together. You like, you make good friends, and then you just share your stories of struggle, right. um, and then you like give each other like godly advice. Oh, oh godly well, advice. I'm getting to that. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. I'm cool. getting to that. But like godly advice and like, you know, I'm here for you as a good friend. Like you can always come talk to me. So it's like the idea is great. Yep. Right? The idea of like having people you can tell anything to and Absolutely. they're there for you. Um, but like, luckily enough, and I say that with seriousness, I found people with similar struggles as mine. Oh, and awesome. the, the terms, uh, the term is uh, I struggle with same gender attraction. Oh. Like that's the it sounds like the handmaid's oh. oh my god! No like kidding, it does actually literally, literally sound, sound like that. Like that. Yeah. Um, so I found other people who also struggled with same gender attraction, um, and had some fun. Right? Like, yeah. Instead right. of helping each other, we like helped each other. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Totally. Like a helping hand. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Helping hands, mouths. Awesome. Okay. Butts, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happened fairly frequently through university, but at the same time, so much shame. Like, I would, you know, hook up with somebody and then just not be able to talk to them for a couple weeks because I felt so Aww. awful about what we had done in Bible school, right? Like, yeah, in, in this yeah. environment where it's so sinful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a, a lot, I mean, I don't know how much to dive into and all of that, but um, there there were people who did come out when they were at, uh, at this school and uh, were, had a difficult time with it. Um, 
And because I was still closeted and shamed, I didn't uh, stand alongside them. Right. Uh, in, in those times of, you know, losing leadership positions at the school of... Um, so that's a punishment for coming out then was... Yeah, you can't hold... It's like the church, you can't be in leadership oh. if you're gay. Crazy. Oh, wow. I hope you never worked at a church. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> More foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry for that. And I, I wish I had... I mean, it was where I was. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of these people experienced... A lot of pain and I didn't do anything about it, which is uh, too bad, but... Um, yeah, you are. I, I hope you don't beat yourself up over that still. Uh, working through it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, working through it. Um, Only natural, I suppose. Right. Mm-hmm. After university, I um, then got a formal internship at uh, a church uh, in a town just outside of Toronto. Um, did the internship for a year. Then after that one year internship, I then was hired on full time. So I was at I was at this church as the youth in a youth pastor role uh, for almost four years, and uh, throughout it, very secretly, was just being gay, being gay, nice. being being quietly queer. I love it. Quiet, quiet queer, queer, choir, choir. You quiet? can't. No, you can't. You can't combine choir. those words. They're too similar. Things. <laughs> Double Q. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, like, again, dated girls, slept with guys, uh, felt a lot of shame, and then I uh, met someone uh, during my first year there in the internship year um, who ran uh, a recovery program, a Christian recovery program. Oh, meaning? Uh, it's a 12-step program for any areas of struggle. Ooh, how oh, how vague. I love it. How incredibly vague. <laughs> so there were people uh, with, uh, like, food addiction or uh, eating disorders, okay. uh, alcoholics, okay. all these. It's, it's Do you, a, is she certified? Is she, like... He. He. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, certified he, by the church, probably. By the church. All right. He went to Bible school. Yeah. Um, decided... So, so not certified. So not certified. Let's, yeah. Let's <laughs> answer that question. Like, right. um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't believe so. I don't yeah. believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other oh, than, right, right. Sorry, other than more training and certification through this, because it's a it's a north like it's a I don't know if it's worldwide, but it's North American wide. This program. Oh, for fuck's sake! Like, Are originated you fucking in California. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No, I did not know that. Like not this was a you. this was a continent wide epidemic. Yeah, it started. It is, originated in it California. Is, is, doesn't it still exist? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a it's a thing. Yeah. Right. Okay, continue. I'm going to rage scream, but continue. Um, so I decided in uh, my efforts to still meet the expectations on my life of getting married, having kids, starting a family, um, thought, okay, well, everything else I've tried, suppression, etc., obviously didn't work in becoming straight, so I'm going to join this program. And he approached me. He approached me and said... How did he approach you? But that, that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, so... How did he approach you? He... He worked at the church. I was new to the church, and when he came back from vacation, was like, "Hey, like, let's like go out for lunch. Like, I'm I don't know you. It'd be great to get to know you. We'll be working together." Uh, it was amicable. It was it seemed platonic. Mm-hmm. And at the end of lunch, he like kind of looked at me. And was like, "Is there anything else you want to <gasps> tell me?" This is predatory. And then I said, I looked at him like with wide eyes, and I was just like, "Not here." We were in a restaurant. I'm like, "Not not oh. here." Oh my god. So, you're gonna... He was preying on you. E-Y. P-R-E-Y. Go on. <laughs> and A-Y. Um, so, and Tom, Elliot, you're going to hate this even more. Um, then a few days later, we met up in his home um, to for me to disclose this thing that I hadn't told him in a public setting because I wasn't comfortable. Oh, dear God. And I was full of shame. So we told that, I told him that, and he's like, oh, conveniently, we're actually starting um, for pastors, uh, like another division of this recovery program, um, so that it's like a safe space for pastors to work through their struggles. Safe space, eh? Okay, so let's call this what it is. It's it's conversion therapy for pastors. Or yes, so I don't know, I don't know the- safe fucking space? Are you goddamn fucking kidding me? How did he rage. know? How did he Can we like talk about rage? How did he know to approach you? Like, is it a gay? Is it, do you think it's an inherent gaydar thing? Like, how did he just pluck you out and be like, "Hey, you need conversion therapy"? Um, because he had also done it and was in charge of it, and I guess no signs. 
Right. Okay. So it was like, so he was gay and he knew you were gay. Gator. He was gay. Yeah. He was new. Right. Okay. Gator. Okay. Um. So I was like, uh, so oh, sorry. Back to the conversion therapy comment. Um, I I have to plead ignorance. I don't know specifics of. Um, oh, I mean, I'm so ignorant. I don't either. Conversion therapy scaring like oh. scary things going on in. I shouldn't the, probably I toss say that word around. States. I oh, just mean it's it's. A I program. will gladly toss that no, word around. I'm not against tossing it around. I just need to say. Um, if it's not conversion therapy, it's a type of conversion therapy. Do, do you know He's what I mean? He's trying to make you not gay. Like yeah, the, it's, the it's point, a don't be gay. The point it's of a it, don't be gay group. That's yeah. conversion therapy. Like you can't. The point like, of it was so I would come out the else. other side and not act out on my same gender attraction. Okay. And what were the tactics? Well, there's twelve. What steps. did they teach you? There's twelve right. steps. Uh, so like any twelve admitting step program, you're powerless. Which, which number one is offensive to anyone who actually has to go through a twelve step right. program for any kind of addiction. Right. Like that's fucked up and bullshit. Yeah. And like I am going to smash something immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a type of the 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 goal of it was I would come out and not act out on my same gender attraction. I would have a sponsor that I would be accountable to. Um, all these different things. Um, so yeah, that was. So call it conversion therapy. Yep, I will. That's conversion sure therapy. That's you don't have to. I will. <laughs> this Good. is Tom speaking. I'm calling. Oh, sorry, it's also wine being poured. <laughs> so Tom, it's not Tom me uses. like gutturally like, screeching, having a having a, a wheeze screech reaction. <laughs> yeah. It's me saying this Although conversion that, I feel therapy. Like it's happening on your and if you too, don't think sure. it is, then you're fucked, and you're and the world is terrible, and I hate everyone in it. I'm glad this podcast is like really non-offensive. It's very. <laughs> It just flies under the radar, you know. It doesn't rub anyone the wrong. You'll never way. get an angry email, I don't think. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Give me fucking every angry, every angry email in the world. So the wine speaking. Oh, um, so so I did this program. It was a twelve-step program. It lasted several months. Um, several months. How yeah. many times a week did you meet? Once a week. Every Wednesday. Talk me through the steps. Um, did you look at penises and hit each other? No. With your penis? I would have loved that. <laughs> that sounds so fun. <laughs> um, no, we didn't do that. It was essentially like the, the we uh, had workbooks and the 12 <gasps> steps are like, I, I don't, I can't remember them all. Um, I want but like your admitting you're powerless, um, that there's a, a higher book. power being God. Yeah, that we sure. Need to That's to. a regular 12 step program. Sure, yeah, sure, so sure. it's same 12 steps probably. But it's all like based on scripture. Okay. So, what the fuck does that mean? Well, they have Bible verses to back up the steps or something. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, the Bible says we need to do this, so this okay. is a good step. Like, don't right. eat shellfish and then stop fucking each other, basically. Right. Yeah. If you're on your period, you must, like, leave the village and then get yeah. stoned to death. <laughs> is this us making fun of the Bible yeah, right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And don't be gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, did that program. Uh, came out feeling more shameful than ever before because I wonder why yeah, I continued shocking. to sleep with people right in the program this. not in the program probably what a great hookup program you know what I mean like that's why I would go to the meet original grinder gr- yeah in person grinder yeah. yeah. Christian grinder yeah. 12 steps <laughs> there's like christianmingle.com they should have christiangrinder.com <laughs> I mean isn't that just regular grinder yeah. let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so did that uh, felt terrible never fully committed I have to be honest I never fully committed I didn't well that's why you're still gay Jake <gasps> oh right I mean I didn't yeah. find a sponsor fuck I mean, there you go I, I would have been your sponsor I wish I <laughs> would shudder to think what would happen if Tom was your sponsor <laughs> sponsor away um yeah so uh yeah didn't fully commit didn't find a sponsor didn't hold myself accountable to another person because I read through the bullshit I guess right uh-huh. Um, so what what held you to it? Was it shame? Was it your parents? Was it God? Or uh, it was my duty to God. Okay. Um, and it was uh, when I told my mom about it that mm-hmm. I was doing it. Uh, she was the most proud. Oh, <gasps> my heart is oh, breaking. That's fucking disgusting. So the two times I felt, or the few times I've felt my mom be proud of me, or when I told her I was wanted to be a youth pastor, uh, when I preached. On, on Sunday morning Jake. and when I told her I was going to conversion therapy Jake my heart is breaking so that was I mean I'm not gonna be emotional uh, I you that, can be emotional I certainly am right now that is so devastating mm-hmm. so I, I, I think any child wants to make their parents proud of course like that's, that's that's ingrained in you a mm-hmm. number one goal yeah, yeah, really yeah. right uh, and so these are the three ways that I 
did that. So that was what I was committing to. Right. I was like, I want to continue to do this. Right. So I did for three and a half more years. Uh, <laughs> oh, and babe. Um, yeah, yeah. again, dated girls. <clears throat> I, I've dated a lot of girls. I, and that's I'm, like a gay, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry for every single one of them because I ended it without a real reason. Me too. Other My than inside, I'm like, I'm. Okay. Just horrible every single time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I've never sexually been with a woman in any sense. I mean, making out, yes. Okay. No, like over the clothes, touching, no, anything, nothing. Do I. Do you think it was easier because you were religious? Like, yeah, it was it such a good cover, to, right? Yeah, it was right. such good covers because, like, you're also not supposed to have sex before marriage, and so I could say, "Oh no, I don't want to do that with you." Because I'm a good Christian. My player. roller coaster rider right now is going from finding it hilarious to being so devastated that I can't speak. Yeah. So I'm at the like devastated. Not speaking. Except that I'm still speaking, but I'm <laughs> really like empty <laughs> feeling about this. But please continue. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dated, uh, and then uh, met uh, this really wonderful girl, uh, who she was kind of the one all the guys at church like she was like the girl right mm-hmm. we're the same age similar age um and so we started dating uh and then because of the pressure and expectations uh i proposed um i was like perfect i found the wife that i've been looking for so we were engaged for that was late early november um got very far in the wedding planning process we had planned to be married that next may so it was a quick engagement um and in March, uh, I got to a point where I couldn't go on. I, cu- I couldn't. I was so, I was, I was tired in every sense of the word. I, w- I, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was skipping work because I just couldn't, couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it, was, it was very dark and I was just like, what? It, it made me ask a question, right? And I think, I mean, very unfortunate. I, I, I do need to preface this. Like, I am so... I feel so much sorrow about what I put her, th- what I have put her through, and maybe I'm still putting her through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I wish I hadn't because she's a she's a wonderful person. She's 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 great. She's great. Um, yes, I was I was just so tired and and I I, I couldn't go on it. But I think I needed the seriousness of an impending wedding mm-hmm. in order to come out. Yeah, that was right? rock Whoa. bottom. Yeah, because yeah. I. Like I said, I've, I've dated a lot of girls, and it's very easy to just date another girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it took the, like, commitment and, like, yeah, I have a wedding coming in, th- in three months. That wow. I was just Holy. like, nope, can't, I, can't, I can't do this. This is not who I am. But I had debated times before as well. Like, this, this had been a thought process before. But what stopped me was everything that I would lose. My job, my career, yeah. uh, my family, my a lot of my friends, the expectations that have, I've always chased, like everything. And God's love. Mm-hmm. And God's love. Everything. So, okay, so, so literally do you, everything. Do you still believe in God at this point? Like not, not Wait, recording, what are we, not recording now at this point, there. pre-wedding. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh, yes. God is still guiding you. He's involved in your wedding. It's the whole. Yes. Does okay. God tell you to like, wh- how does God feel about you breaking out with the engagement? good thing or a bad thing because I, for the reason that it was mm-hmm. um no that was that was me that that came from just me like i there wasn't anybody or anything telling me to do this it was just like i can't do this i this is not who i am i'm doing a disservice to myself to her and to a lot of people around me if i continue to go forward like i am so what happened after that Fun things. Everything was great. Yeah. No. And done. Great episode. <laughs> great episode. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Wow, for thanks coming. so much sure for having there's me. There's no no more torment yeah. from here on in. I'm sure. No, the torment hasn't started. Begun. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like okay. it. Um. Broke. So broke it off. Um. And obviously, because I broke off an engagement, I had to tell people why. Right. Everyone was like, "Well, why?" So the first person I told was my boss at the church. Is this the conversion therapy? Um, no, he wasn't my boss. He's okay. just a coworker of mine. Um, uh, maybe he was the first. No, he wasn't the first one I told. I, the first one I told was a friend of mine, a housemate of mine. Um, but anyways, uh, I, I, yeah, 
told them uh and going in that conversation like you have to understand like going in that conversation i was like i know what this means for my career right i know that i signed a contract three and a half four years ago saying uh forbidding any homosexual activity i know i knew i signed that i knew what i was signing when i signed it yeah. i read it um at the time i still was gonna be straight as if that's in a contract i can't even believe that that like that's well yeah it, we looked into it it is allowed to be in a contract because it's a religious institution freedom of yeah freedom of fucking religion or yeah. whatever that is okay still still any other disbelief. job it's not allowed but hey religious institutions get, yeah. get which is get why scientology can be built from the ground up and just get away with anything because you claim religious freedom but yes. fucking exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so oh same um <laughs> Uh, so I knew going, I knew, and even going like this decision to break off the engagement and be who I am, I knew everything that was going to happen. I hoped it wouldn't, but it did. <laughs> right. So I lost my job. Um, Jake. although it is, uh, it is being told as, uh, I made a decision to step down cause I could have been celibate and kept my job. Right. But that's also not who I am, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I am a relational person. Right. Yeah. I you could have also been a human and not have skin. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I guess, uh, chose to step down, um, by coming out. Um, but really I had no, I had no option. I had to be true to who I was, who I am. Um, and then obviously my parents are now like, oh, what's going on? And all I told them for the first month and a half essentially was, there is a reason. I will tell you. I just need some time. Oh, Lord. They knew what it was. They had to have, right? Yeah. Well, no, they did because <laughs> I'll tell you why. So when I eventually told them, uh, I drove uh, to Forest, a little small town outside of Sarnia, um, where they live. and uh, Parents down. always know. Yeah, parents do. They just know. don't. They do. I sat down, uh, told them uh, the response was uh, weeping. My dad left the room for about half an hour and was sobbing in his bedroom. Oh, I'm so sorry you're going through such a hard time, you goddamn oh, I thought you were saying gully. that to Jake. At this <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. You oh, monster. This is my... For the father. <laughs> to the father. I yeah. understand. Sorry. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Thank you for clarifying that, <laughs> yeah. Elliot. That's my... Let's just get mad at Jake so, now yeah, for coming out. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you? Um, that was the response. And then uh, when he was doing that, my mom had um, sticky note tabs in her Bible. So this is why I said that she knew. She knew she because she was the anti-gay part prepared. Yeah, no. she tabbed a Bible and expecting your coming out. Maybe. So then, uh, the yeah, the response was, "This is what the Bible says here, 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 and here." Um, I've spent years studying the Bible. I went to yes. school to study the Bible. Yes. It's not there. It's not it's there. Not there. No, like even if you believe it, there. even if you like, it's not there. Open. Like stop reading it with biased eyes. Like yeah. fuck off. Totally. You know what I mean? Like it's totally. not. Like Christians claim like the literal, literal, the literal meaning of the word Christian is little Christ or Christ follower. Little Christ. Yeah. So they're to imitate Christ. Okay. Right. Um, Jesus fucking Christ never said a word about homosexuality. He never no. talked about it one time. Didn't he no. hang out with like poor people and prostitutes? Yeah. And even if people were sinners. That's pretty gay. Yeah. It's so gay. That's what I do. Me too. I am all of those things. No, I'm not. And sex worker, sorry, is what I should be saying. <laughs> the Bible says prostitutes, so that's okay. accurate. Yeah, yeah okay. that's accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, boy. We're in hot water. But you know what I mean? Like, like the person that they're supposed to be imitating, even if someone was a sinner, he just hung out with them anyways. Who cares, right? Um, but what has happened uh, since... Uh, so I lost my job. Um, this is the response of my parents. Uh, I, haven't, um, I haven't seen my parents uh, in over a year now. Um... And uh, lost a lot of friends. And these friends claim that it's not because I'm gay. <laughs> oh, Jake, I'm so sorry. But it's because of choices right. I made. Or Stop something. playing the victim, Jake. I know. Yeah, how dare I've you? I've been told a lot. How yeah. fucking dare I've been told you. a lot by these people you. that I'm not a victim. Like, you need, right. Jake, you need to stop being a victim. You're not a victim here. I met with one person. Um, he was to be my best man, actually. Um, and he, our conversation was him um, telling me how hurt he had been um, by uh, what the decision I had made and how that affected him. And I didn't take time to think how it would affect him. Um, yeah. And, and so I sat through this conversation. I was honestly, that I was dumbfounded. I didn't know how, what to say. How do I respond to that? Like other than I'm so sorry, this is hard for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the, the church I worked 
for uh, does this thing on Instagram where they will take a photo of someone and then tell their story of how like God saved them. Okay. Um, oh, good. They told your story in a good light. The end. <laughs> There's so many possible happy endings yeah, to this so story, and none happy of them happen. Yeah. None of them like opposite. Um, they, um, my younger brother started going there when he went to Bible school, and uh, they, I guess, interviewed him. And without saying my name, he told he was talking about how hurtful it was that um, we were distant and we used to be so close and all these things. And obviously, everybody knows he's talking about you. Yeah, right? yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. The community is so small, probably. Uh, uh, the church is about 2,500. Okay. So it's big. Do you know, like, is it um, close in terms of, like, like close-knitted? Or... Uh, no, like, there's pods of people. Okay. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, as someone who worked there and was on... So I led a lot of the music. I, you know, would preach on Sunday mornings um, about once a month. Um, like, I, I knew faces. I knew what everyone looked like who was there. You know what you I mean? You preached. Yeah, a lot. Did a people... Lot. Sorry, my question is, uh, the people, the congregation is the right word. Yeah. Did they know why you left the job? Did they know why you were asked to step down from the job? Uh, no, the statement that was read, and I wrote it, because um, I, I, at the time, needed to be amicable. I needed to, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just what I felt I needed to do. Right. Um, said that uh, for personal reasons that Jake needed, felt the need to step down. I don't, I don't want to brag, but I was very good at what I did, right? I, you know, as a musician was leading music and singing all these songs and, and people enjoyed that. And I, I'm a very good uh, public speaker and communicator uh, in that way when I prepare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I, I was that, and I, I believe in that, uh, in, in my abilities. Um, so he did say, I wish I could keep you, but I can't. Well, right. So it's like, uh, cool. cool. It must have been so hard to hear. It, it just doesn't it's like mean you anything. Like you just, if you drop this one aspect, yeah, of, yeah. You know you're like I mean? you're 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 saying to me, you're such yeah. a great person. You're so gr- like you're so great. What are you doing? He he said to me like you're you're one of the like the best that's come along that I've seen. There's so much potential in you, right. and then I can't keep you because you're gay. Yeah, because yeah. of who you love. So arbitrary. And the the problem, like I mean, there's many problems with this, <laughs> but like he could have like you could have blossomed. As a Christian gay pastor, you could have. That's one yeah. scenario this could have gone. Sure, sure. If he were to accepted you, like you, he would have kept you in the faith. He would have kept you in the church and possibly many of your supporters. Right. Who, Instead, they who, made who their have, own. Who have possibly left. Since, right. since you left. Yeah, and let's, let's, let's yeah. get to that. So, yeah, let's get to um, that. So, yeah, so at this point, I uh, lost um, my job, my career. Uh, my degree is now irrelevant, essentially. I have a Bachelor of Arts in Religious Studies. Cool. Yeah. It's still a bachelor. It's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, you'll still get to do um, things, but yeah. Like, funny quip on the side, like, uh, I was the last year where that's what it was called, and then it was changed to a Bachelor of Biblical Studies. Thank God. So, bachelor um, of BS. Yeah. Literally, B- so, a BBS. BS. So they're not even hiding it anymore. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. It's just a thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, and then uh, after having this conversation with my parents, I knew that I, I had hoped I wouldn't, but I knew I was going to lose them. Um, I still saw them a couple times um, following, uh, mostly at family events like weddings. And then uh, I lost a lot of friends and some friends I held on to. At at first, the response, if I would get a response that said, um, I disagree with your life choices, but I love you and you're my friend. I had, I had to hang on to that at that point. Of course. That's all I had. That's all I had to, to grasp to. Um, I mean, not anymore. Like that's bullshit, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right? Bullshit. And I, I can't. I, I that's not acceptable to me anymore. I've come to. A diff- I'm in a different place now. Good for mm-hmm. you. Fuck um, yeah. that. Yeah. So I've actually then called people on that and be like, I need more from you. Yeah. I need more than that. Uh, and if they can't give it to me, I have to just cut the ties. Yeah, it's toxic to in your goodbye. life right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's poison. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually, it got to a point where I, um, I faced so much harassment in this town from people at this church. So whether it was uh, seeing people in a grocery store uh, or them driving by and swearing at me. What? Or um, like w- like f- doing U-turns and following down me down my street oh my where I lived. Threatening you, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. Y- yeah. Didn't yeah. somebody Sometimes come into your work and swear at you? Like- no, that was, uh, that was someone driving by when I was standing outside of my work. Okay. Um, oh, my God. And then someone waiting for me in the parking lot after my shift. So... There yeah, was a so lot. There's a lot. And messages and things like this of, you know, 
what you're doing is sinful blah 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 this is so this is literally harassment is yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. so it got to a point where i would go to work i'd wake up i'd go to work uh and then i would go home and stay inside because i was too afraid to go out i was too afraid to have a life outside mm-hmm. of my home Aww. so uh there were a lot of days when i called in sick um because i couldn't get out of bed because I was, I was literally too scared uh, i was scared to walk out my door because i didn't know who would be driving by course uh, who'd be waiting there of course you know? would be. I, drew, I, I still had the same car so people knew my car um so who was going to be at my car i did yeah. i just i was so afraid I, I didn't i there were days i just stayed in my bedroom um so i uh moved downtown toronto uh and have lived here uh since january um yeah that's crazy uh, it's been great so what's um what's next steps for you like what do you see how do you see yourself in light of what's happened to you basically i am uh the proudest most confident happiest i've ever been that makes me want to cry that's so amazing um i have a long way to go uh, especially in the confidence and so do we all yeah so do we all area um um what's what's your relationship with the church you worked for there was a post that went up on facebook essentially um telling that my story very briefly uh in a few words um and the amount of support that w- came from that was overwhelming. Uh, it got shared all over the world. Um, people sending messages uh, that I had never heard of, but I'd heard through a friend of a friend sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also a lot of negative messages that I received from people at the church as well, um, saying that I was misrepresenting uh, what happened, that I wasn't telling the truth, that I was a liar. Um, but also a lot of people left the church or stopped giving to that church because of this. That's amazing. Uh, we received a lot of cool silver feedback. linings. Yeah. Silver yeah. linings. Let's always talk about that. Silver linings. Yeah. Silver sure. linings. Totally. We, um, I received a lot of feedback about uh, people like I had no, so this is answering the question before, did people know why you left? People said, I had no idea. I had, I had no, I, you were just gone and I, and I didn't know why. And um, so when they found out, they, either, they were furious. Yeah. Yeah. They're furious. Like how, right. like, right. Yeah. and, and this, uh, you know, the church was called out on social media, on their social media for how, can you call yourself uh, like? How can you say "come as you are," but then you fire your youth pastor for being gay? Who you are? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so fucked up. So like that's been that. Yeah, that was uh, overall a really good experience. That that post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, the media reached out, and um, yeah. we did an interview. It never aired, but um, there's some weird residual things after that, which was many. Um, Past, I don't know the words. I'm sorry. Pastors or priests or whatever from different churches reached out um, to me because I was part of this experience. I, I was the one who shared it. And they they said, um, hey, this experience is exactly what I went through, which is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Because it's like, oh, there's this this story. Jake's story isn't isn't a one off. Right. Even in Ontario, right. even which in 2017, it, it makes, that, that it, makes so it so much worse. There's it's just so symptomatic. many other people there. And I said, oh, great. These news media outlets, they're contacting us. Come, come. Like more voices, the better. Yeah. If we can sort of, if we can, we can come together, then th- we can make a thing of this. And, and their response across the board was, no, I can't. I'm too scared. Can you please keep fighting this fight? So that's why we're here, right? That's why, that's why we're here. And and, and yeah. I've 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 too received messages from people I went to school with, people who I kind of know residually, that sort of thing, uh, coming out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, some for the first time, some not. Wow. Um, but also people saying, "Oh, hey, we have very, we've had very similar experiences. Let's get together. Let's mm-hmm. you know, let's chat. Let's." Well, you have a voice now. You're a role model to people who. Yeah. Who but, can be as brave as you? Yeah, and just as I thought I was so alone as a Christian who was gay. But closeted mm-hmm. I also when I came out thought I was alone like oh my god like I hope this doesn't hasn't happened to anyone else yeah because um, it's been so traumatizing you wouldn't want to wish it on anyone exactly right? but then finding out that actually yeah I'm not alone in that either mm-hmm. which is really great and so I that's I hope this uh will maybe show the the me's uh, yeah that of if course. they're I hope I can I can name you probably five people I know that are gay but closeted. Do it. Give us their names. <laughs> Give us their fucking yeah. names right now. Do you out who I out yes. instead of do you queer? <laughs> New sidebar. Do you name. out who I out? <laughs> I got a few names on that list. Uh, but uh, you know that like I want I want to be a voice for 
closeted Christians um, or out. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I just want... If there are teenagers who are suppressing their sexuality mm-hmm. because it's not... It doesn't fit the bill of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to know that it is better to say, fuck that and be yourself because... It's so funny. Christians, uh, they say that the message that they are giving the world brings freedom. Fuck. But man. I yeah, now so feel fun. more free than I Prison. ever did. Yeah. Absolutely. You Good for I mean? you. That's amazing. And like, I just want to say, and I'm sure you believe this as well. I, we, we're making jokes and we're being aggressive, but I, I don't think it's mutually exclusive. Like, I know that there's many religions right. that are accepting. I know that... Right. To, to pit one yeah. against the other is playing into an old trope. It's like, I don't want to be a hate monger. I know that's not what we're doing today. Right, and right, right. We're sharing your story and we're, we're supporting you. Thank you for saying that. Um, I just want it to be super known that we, we understand the playing field right now. Like yeah. we're not dumb obviously. Yeah. And um, what you went through is absolutely not okay. But, but I know it's not even the people that just were so fucking unkind to you because you were gay. They're, they're trapped in this too. You know, like kindness can still yeah. out at the end of the yeah. day. We need to be yeah. yes. Angry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Vocal. Yes. Share it. But, um, and, and let's not, sorry, this, like, I feel like we should also say, hopefully that this sect that you were in of Christianity is not all Christians. Absolutely. Like we should say that there this are. This took us way too long to say. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. aren't listening anymore. Yeah, like like I'm mad about religion all the time. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm furious about religion all the time. But that's my that's you know that's, you know that's my own. Yeah, I, I have a friend experience who crossed to bear. Um, I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend who I went to to school with who is. Uh, married to a man and is uh, an Anglican sure. priest. So yes, like, exactly. they are at there. But, yeah. And these are the people we want to hear from, right? Because like totally. at the end of the day, like Elliot and I feel similarly towards religion. Yes. But we don't like we, the point of this is to hear from other people. Like, I don't know. Like, I, can you, Jake, say your, your relationship with religion uh, right yeah, now? Yeah. Like, is that something <laughs> you want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'd love to. Um, so I, I should say too, that while, working in a church and like preaching on the Bible. Uh, I had a lot of questions and doubts that I never received sufficient answers for. So I had these things in my mind. And then when all of this went down and I just was like raging against Mm -hmm. the church, uh, internally, I have listened to other voices. I've read other things with an open mind that I never did before. Cause I'd like seen things. Um, but it's still, I don't want to call it brainwashed, but it's it's under. We'll call it brainwashed. I'll, I'll call it brainwashed. Okay. If it you may, don't want to, yeah. I certainly can. Sure, sure. Uh, it's under this like brainwashed this this um like very heavy influence of oh I can't say this or think this. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so now that I've been reading these things, where I stand now with religion is I don't want any part of it. Uh, I don't think it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, I know for I you, I'm, for you for me. Yeah. yeah, it's not helpful for me. And then again, there are very great religious people out there. I, sure, I've had. Uh, but in your experience, it shot itself in the foot. Like, yeah. and there's could, terrible non-religious people too. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and, and, and so, but the heartbreaking thing to the story about me is, I know this story is all about me, so I'm not saying. But like, <laughs> is that like you could have like this could have been a great experience for 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 you, Jake. And for whatever sect of religion, whatever sect of Christianity you were in, to come together and change hearts and minds, right. and really like cultivate a positive relationship moving forward with religion and with with you know sexuality. And I'm like the saddest part about this is that it, it just didn't yeah. it didn't go there. It could have, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Some of the, some of the worst things I've I've heard through this experience from church people uh, are um, Jake. There's so many people who are praying for you. Ugh. I'm like, well, my response. Gonna... My response is, well, where are they? Why yeah. haven't Why haven't yeah, I seen yeah, them? Yeah. Why aren't they coming and hanging out with me? Why yeah. aren't they treating me the same? There's right? a lot of yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I, and my response was, I don't want your prayers. Like, yeah. just keep them to yourself because I don't. If you're not, if you can't come and ha- spend time with me in person, then I don't want your prayers. Right. What is a prayer? I want action. Yeah. Right. This has been my pro- yeah. This has yeah. been a huge problem for a lot of people. Yeah. Exactly. What is a prayer? Yeah. Like, do something. Yeah. And unfortunately, like I wish. I wish, uh, and I'll, I'll finish off with this, because this is kind of where I am. This is the most recent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that things are like smoothing over with friends and family. Um, 
I am discovering a lot of uh, like aunts, uncles, supportive family that I have, and I'm and kind of embracing, uh, embracing. Sorry, uh, I did receive uh, an email uh, from my parents uh, in response to a message I had sent them after Pride weekend here in Toronto at the end of June. Um, I was in the parade, which is a really um, empowering experience for me. You were um, so cute in the parade. <laughs> I was really one in the sober whole too. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, but the, my message to them was, hey, uh, I just experienced the most important weekend of my life. Um, it really saddens me and hurts me that you weren't here to experience that with me. I'm very excited for the day uh, when you are here marching that parade with me because you're proud of who I am again. Um, nothing for two weeks. And then uh, the response was, and I, I don't, I don't remember the email word for word, but it uh, it started off light and fluffy. Like, Jake, we love you. We always have. We always will. Um, but God's word says that uh, what you're doing and, and who you are is an abomination, uh, and we cannot allow that in our home. Um, but we will have a party when you come back. Our prodigal son returns home. So, oh, oh my God. So that's, uh, that's the most recent. Um, Fuck, we're not ending this with the silver lining. Yeah, no, 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 I, I'm about to. Yes. Oh, okay. Take it All away. Right. Like, ish. It's like maybe a vague silver lining, but like, <laughs> and, but yeah, so that's the most recent. That's where I am now. And, and again, like anyone who's listening, like I, I don't say these things of like, oh, like poor Jake, he's had it so hard. It's like, no, like the point of this story is like, look at who the fuck I am now. Like yeah. I am, yeah. I love my life. Mm-hmm. I Great. I in, love your life. Yeah. I, I have amazing friends who I've made and I'm living my very best life. And mm-hmm. it's because I had, I said no to the expectations that other people placed on me and I had to live my best truth for lack of a better phrase. What um, a huge lesson. Yeah. What a yeah. huge silver lining. So, well, okay, so we got a silver yeah. lining then. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, Jake. Thank you, Jake. It's yeah, been guys. a pleasure. Thanks and for having me. A horror. Yes, it's been an absolute <laughs> horror. Um, and just keep asking yourself, do you queer? Do you queer? What I queer? What I queer? I queer? <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.